The Every Other Saturday podcast contains strong language and Greg Stewart enthusiasm. Hello and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast for episode 38 of our weekly podcast here on um, YouTube and Spotify. Um, it's been a really eventful uh, few days since our uh, reaction against Celtic. We were all just buzzing about that and then this whole stuff with the Super Leagues came out. So the majority of the episode um, will be based on uh, the whole our thoughts about the Super League and uh, the way football is going. Well, I'll touch on the Old Firm game before we do so with that, and then we'll look at the two St. Johnson games coming up this week uh, as well. Give our thoughts and opinions, team predictions for that one. So, um, aye, if you enjoy the podcast, if you listen on Spotify and such, share it about um, when do you think you might like it. Um, and if you're watching here on YouTube, uh, if you would subscribe to the channel, like the video and follow the socials that will be on the screen, that will be very much appreciated. So now that we've got the intro out of the way of the podcast, um, the Old Firm game happened, um, obviously Sunday, one we were all looking forward to, probably uh, the biggest game of the season, uh, as we all said at the time. Uh, pretty convincing, you would say, in parts of it, 2-0. Um, Celtic haven't scored against us again. Um, so that, that, I think, one goal they've scored against us um, since since um, the 2019 game at uh, their place. Um, and then, obviously, they scored the last game as well. But before that, it was up to 2019 before they scored against us. Mm-hmm. Unbeaten in five. Uh, old firm derbies now, uh, Gerard and Rangers. So, obviously, promising signs there. But is there anything else you would like to touch on with the old firm game? Because obviously it's a great occasion to go and get a result in. Um, and I, th- I think it once again shows our dominance, not only in Scotland, but against Celtic and the old firm games as well. Mm, uh, not definitely agree with you on that. Uh, probably we'd like to, to be honest with you, maybe obviously we had a bit of issues trying to get, get a reaction recorded. Um, so... Probably couldn't get a full on reaction, but uh, I would just again just didn't get enough time to spend on for me. Jordy Bull's performance, I just thought Jordy Bull just bossed that game, man. He really showed he is a top player for me in that game. I know everyone was going on about McGregor with the save and Davo, um, which were tremendous performances, but I think Joe for me just stole the show, even just throughout the game for me, man. He was. It's fantastic. Yeah, as I was about to say, even though I was I was calling for the likes of Scott Wright to be playing, obviously uh, in the right, but. As we were saying, I just just enjoy watching Joe Oribo play there more often, and I would like to see see him out there for me personally more often. What about yourself? Yeah? Uh, yeah, I feel like it's quite good to mention Joe Oribo's performance because I think it maybe went under the radar. He created both the goals. Uh, he was he was great on that right hand side, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of Rangers fans before coming into the game didn't want Joe Oribo to play if it wasn't out there. Um, because no. you've seen sometimes in the midfield and old firm games, he's. He has got bullied, he's got overrun a few times uh, with whoever's playing for Celtic in there, but uh, out in the right seems to be where he, he does the job better. Um, I don't know about yourself with that one, but I, I like him out better out there. I think he's a really attacking player. He can provide so much cutting in for that side as he did uh, with, with both the goals. Um, and I great performance for Joe Rebo, probably one of his best against Celtic for Rangers, uh, in my opinion. Um, and I, I think he is the one maybe going forward now for the, the Scottish Cup run anyway that will start out in that um <clears throat> that right-hand side where Arfield coming into midfield. He, he was all right at times, Arfield, getting a full 90 minutes in an old firm game as well. It's good, it's good for him. Um, So, aye, I, I, I like Joe Rebo. Mm-hmm. And do, for you, do you prefer him out there on the right? I mean, that's what I said to you. I prefer him out there on the right. That's, that's what I'm saying. I just prefer him out there, as I said, like, 
obviously I was calling for Scott to be, Scott Wright to be playing in that game. I think when we come on to the St Johnston game, for me, I think Scott's going to play this game, but uh, just for me, I have a fair Joe out there. As, as we said, it, uh, the, obviously at the time we were talking about like, Braga and that, um, like, he could play left back, he could honestly, like, for me, Joe could play numerous positions, but for me, I prefer him there. Obviously, for us, he'll get a full 90 is important because we are going to miss Ryan Jack, we're without Ryan Jack probably for the, for the rest of the season, so... That's a shame, man. That's that's the one that hurts the most for me. It's just that Jack's not going to get to play the season out. Um, also, there'll still be a part of celebrations, but that's the one for me that hurts the most. Aye, I, I was quite a, a heartbeat, Ryan Jack, being out for the rest of the season. Obviously, misses the Euros, which would have been big for him. Um, with Scotland, he mm. must have been waiting his whole life for that, um, to be able to play in that tournament. So, um, it's, it's hard one to take for Ryan Jack, but I feel it's, he's that kind of player who'll come back stronger next season, even, even more. I feel like he puts his injury woes behind him this season and hopefully has a strong campaign next year um, because um, we've, we need him. He's clearly one of our best midfielders ah. um, and he's shown time and time again why Gerard is stuck behind him, whether it be issue injury issues or uh, when he gets sent off all the times uh, throughout uh, Gerard's first season and that. So, um, I Ryan Jack again, one you feel mm. it for, but he'll be back next season, I feel. Um and I don't know if there's anything else to really touch on the old firm game. I mean, um, I, maybe a bit, um, a bit suspect I, in the this game. This is what I'm on about. Aye, but still for me, his link-up play, as I say, helps Joe get the ball in. For me, his link-up was saying, all right, he wasn't doing it probably as much as he does in other games, but I don't know. It's, he's got his goal. That's the main thing. I don't really care, to be honest with you, about <laughs> what else he does in these games, but he's got his goal now for him, so I don't really care. You can say what you want about him in these games, but I thought he's linked up playing. That was fantastic. Obviously, he was sulking when he was coming off, same as usual, but you love it for the boy. Um, you could say maybe he was unlucky with uh, the rebound shot, um, but couldn't really do much with that one. But for me, I'm just happy he got his goal in the last old for him, so that's about it for Alfredo. Yeah, uh, just the, the reason I brought up his performance at the weekend, although he was good linking the play, he got uh, Aribo and stuff moving for the first and second goal. He was he's good at doing that this season. Um, I just feel that maybe his presence in front of goals missed at times. Uh, although we didn't have like, massive opportunities in the game to go and uh, for him to do, but maybe the one where it rebounds to him, maybe it's a bit fast and you're you're expecting um, just like, a snapshot of it. But um, I feel that. At times questionable, looked a bit lazy at times uh, to run for the ball, I don't know. He was good at linking the play though, I have all the love in the world for, for Morelos, he got his goal obviously the last old firm which we all wanted, but um, maybe who if the result... Eh? Who was it who was, it? Who was picking a fight with? Was it that Ella Nussi, wasn't it? Whatever his name is. That boy actually so far. No, the two of them are pushing and shoving each other. I remember, but that was in the, I think I was in the box or I think it was some decision, but I remember the two of them pushing and shoving each other. Uh-huh. But uh, no, it's just, I, I agree, I see what you're saying, mate, but just for me, I'm just happy to get his goal, man. It's like Bart, that's, I don't really care what he does at the remainder in these these ties, to be honest. He's got his goal. Maybe add a couple more, obviously, but I see what you're saying 100%. Mm-hmm. I thought Kimar came on, Kimar was a bit more fresh and seemed a bit more up for it, um, in my opinion, but. That's what it is, mate. We're through in the next round, and that's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and that is exactly it. We can mumble and grumble about anything that we don't like in these games or we love, but at the end of the day, we get through. We've done what we had to do. The performance didn't really need to be there as long as we get the result. It was uh, it was there. It was over the line. Um, we beat our rivals again. We've ruined their season. Trophyless for them. So the question is now, 
uh, do we go on and we must win this cup now? Yeah, we must, mate, but we know beforehand that we're supposed to do it, that we, sometimes we don't. Um, obviously, that Hibs game, but I just I think this season we, we're more likely going to do it, hopefully. Um, you don't want to that's a curse and fingers crossed, but I just I definitely feel like we can do it this season. Um it's once in a real difficult game, obviously. Um, but hopefully we can get there and do it, mate. That's the main thing. No, that is the main thing. Obviously, we'll talk about that uh, at the end of the episode with the two games coming up against St. Johnson. But now on to the big thing that's happened in world football this past few days, ever since that game finished actually at the weekend. All it has been is Super League this, Super yeah. League that. So I'm pretty sure everybody that listens to the podcast or is listening right now will know what this is. You'll all be involved in football, you know. Um, the Super League, um, where yeah. do we start That's on this? Great. Where do we start? You might, not be if you're, uh, well, you might, you might not be involved in football if you're uh, 16 to 24 because apparently 16 to 24 year olds do not like football. They find it boring. So, <laughs> Aye, I mean, and the, the best player is... on the planet is... Uh, Haaland and he's 20 and Mbappe is 22 where did they get that sort of nonsense from? I don't know mate but apparently me and you are only football fans so apparently we find it boring and that game should be shorter um, never felt like that in my entire life even when we're playing Hamilton away I've never felt that it should be a shorter game of football no not once um, these nutters man they're absolute nutters but, right, so the, the whole thing is, right, um, these owners of these clubs, we're majority going to be talking about the Premier League clubs. Um, obviously, Liverpool were playing last night. Liverpool were in a, a race for top four. Uh, they were what needed to beat Leeds. But you look at that game last night and just wonder, why why do they need to win any games anymore if they've, they've signed up for this? Their official Twitter accounts have came out with the statements that are going to be found in clubs of these things, right? So the Super League looks like it's definitely in the works, ready to happen. The funding is there for, what is it, GP Morgan, um, the American bank, that are going to fund this, uh, going to give each team $3.5 billion to, to spread around themselves, uh, build a team. Uh, so it's heavily funded. Um the owners of the clubs are green, mate. John Henry at Liverpool, obviously. Um, even Gazidis at AC Milan, Stan Kroenke at Arsenal, um, the Glazer, Joe Glazer at Manchester United, have all sat down whilst in a, a worldwide pandemic and sat down and talked money. Well, other teams, um, even in, a, in, a, in our own country, have been struggling for finances. You've seen uh, the bottom leagues were shut down due to not being able to afford COVID tests every single week for players to play the, the league safely and stuff like that. Um, and you've got these people um, not consulting the club in any way or just doing their own own talks for more money to line their own pockets, which just doesn't sit right at all with me. Uh, they're ripping away the game that we all knew and loved um, and they're stripping it back into something that we don't even recognise anymore. Um, you just look at some of the things. I'm I'm a Liverpool fan as well. Like, if anybody that watched the podcast didn't know that, I'm a Liverpool fan as well. I've followed them pretty much all my life is is lo- along with Rangers and just everything that Liverpool stand for. Like the you'll never walk alone. The fact that their stadiums and council houses around council houses built up with the working class and communities and stuff like that. Um, 
to then turn into something like this is just absolutely disgusting in my opinion. Um, same in Man United as well, obviously. Liverpool, Man United, two of the biggest clubs in the world. Um, and the fact that they are going to sell their soul for money and ruin all these years of history, legacy, rivalry, the vid, uh, battling each other over the years and for, for money, like really. Um, what, I'll come to you. What, what is your thoughts and opinions on either what I've just said or just in general yourself? Uh, well, what I would think about what you've said there, mate, is this isn't Liverpool. This isn't Manchester United. This is their greedy American owners. And this is my this has always been my problem. I don't care. Americans don't understand what football means to people throughout the United Kingdom and, and throughout Europe. Do you know what I mean? This is this is something you're born with, man. This is something obviously is male or female that you know what I mean? For me it was it was it was my dad and that you know they put the ball to your feet and you fall in love with this game, all right. Members of my family may support the other side in Glasgow. I chose to go the other way. I chose to follow Glasgow Rangers because best team in the world. Um, but this is not. This is not people who love football that are making these decisions. This is greedy American businessmen who want to make it like the American sports, where it's it's all the top teams playing each other. I mean, first off, we're talking top teams. How are Spurs in there? What have Spurs done to be in here? Spurs ain't a top team. What have, what have Spurs actually done? They've, when was the last time they won something? <laughs> but for me, man, it's it's just greedy gangster like I met businessmen who just want to make make massive amounts of profit and don't care about the fans. You're hearing the Real Madrid boys say that they don't care about the lifelong football fans. Sixteen to twenty-four year olds don't watch football. They don't care about your core football fans. Is disgusting, man. I, as I say, I think about my my relatives down in Leeds who have handed out flyers, have handed out programmes, who have hanged with the club and for him to just like spit on those kinds of people, spit on the people of Liverpool who have followed the club for how long. It's just, for me, it's disgusting, man. As, I'm, the one that I was most shocked at, to be honest with you, is only because, like, we got to go, go there because, obviously, our school trips there and you would see, like, actually what's going on in Manchester and Manchester City for me, and it was like, wow, they are actually doing stuff in this community and things like that. But for them to be a part of this, man, that for me, I know for some it might not be a shock, but for me, man, it was just like, wow, like, they are trying to build up a good reputation, a good hanging with their, their area, and they've just, just spat on that, really, just to go and do this. For me, it's just disgusting, man. Profit before before the fans is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, me and you are going to be in the same boat with this is a long way. Everybody else, Gary Neville, everybody who talks about this, like, um, I think the more we talk about it, the more we get our opinions and voice our opinions out there. I feel it will hopefully start a, a sort of revolution to take these people down in a way. Like, these people can't sit there and make this like the American League because it's nothing like it at all. Like, they'll just want to make it into a franchise. And, like, I just don't understand it. This is what I'm saying to you, man. Like, I'm not saying that... I don't know. I just feel like... I can't be bored with Americans talking about football. Do you know what I mean? I really can't. I just... Maybe that's not the right thing, but... These people, are example, man, they don't. What was it? One of the Glazers didn't understand. But I think it was like one of. The, I think it was. I don't know if it's the offside or something. It took him two years to understand. I will like, angry football, which is just. I mean, these people are just disgusting, in my opinion. They've always been disgusting. You, you have channels like Arsenal Fan TV and all those kind of channels that they go on about their owners and how, how disgusting they are. I think for for me and you, we've actually, obviously, we grew up with Rangers 
just winning, and then we've had we've had to watch our club rebuild itself and come back up. It was the you know it's the fans that that make football. That's what we we all can agree on, and we're all about. I'll be honest with you, I didn't agree with it last night when Jurgen Klopp decided to have a go at Gary Neville and all this. I didn't agree with what he was saying. I, mean, I understand he's a man that's getting put under the fire line. He's angry. He's just as upset as all he is. Like he's, he's getting straight put on the fire line, which maybe I know you're saying to me is a bit unfair and all that on him, but I just feel like it wasn't fair to just go and target Gary Gary Neville, a Leeds like hang me for obviously the hang me was happening outside the stadium. That was Leeds and Liverpool fans. So I don't know, man. It's just it's a heartbreaking time, man, as a footballing fan. Obviously, you know, we like Sky and all that and got Jamie Carragher said it perfectly about them being hypocrites and things like that. But I just feel like I don't even know, man. This is, I feel like it's going to happen, man. I don't think it's, there's no stopping it now. I think that these men are greedy. It's, it's like mafia gangster stuff, man. It really is, do you know what I mean? But get, people are just, I don't know, man. I'm just really, can't believe it, mate. You know, no. I feel, feel for future football fans. They, they won't, do you know what I mean? I just can't believe it, man. A uh, really emotional time to be a football fan, obviously, reading up on it. Uh, that UEFA and whoever is are not going to let the players play in their respective international tournaments, the Euros in the summer, which that is at in jeopardy now for some teams. Uh, the World Cups that will be coming up, uh, if they agree to play in this, no longer will be able to play in it. The Champions League, the Europa League that are already still continuing. We watched Arsenal uh, beat the races last week 4 for nothing. And what does that mean anymore? Like, uh, the Champions League Europa League could be just called to a close and whoever uh, is left is left at that point. So um, it's just been an emotional time to this is, be a football fan, I think. Definitely, 100%. But this is what I'm on about as well. They're just, just, they're just as bad and they're, they're in some ways for me. Them and the Premier League have abused their powers. You know what I mean? Like We know how they corrupt FIFA and all that are. And they've known that this is going to happen. I don't know, man. That's just funny. And and as Patrick Banford said last night, the reaction when people try to take money out of their pockets, but when there's a racial issue, now nah, we'll take take as long as we hang me. That, that to me is disgusting. That's what I was but actually going to touch on. For, this should have been for we keep when what happened to Glenn Kamara. That's mm-hmm. the reaction should have been straight away with that. But no, because there was no money coming out of their pockets, they didn't care. So. Mm-hmm. Aye, I feel like that's a really important thing to take away for last night. Patrick Bamford, fair play, honestly. Great interview he gave. Pretty honest. Uh, just a, a down-to-earth guy with the Sunset as well. Um, I do agree with him and I sympathise with Glenn Kamara. He must look at this news with UEFA. He was waiting waiting weeks and weeks to, to find out what was what would happen due to him being racially abused. Uh, you've seen the uproar it caused, but it didn't cause enough uproar. He obviously... Uh, get UEFA involved quicker. You've seen literally hours before, uh, after, sorry, this um, Super League announcement was made. UEFA were out in their numbers, throwing money about, saying, oh, we're suing you, we're, we're suing you, like, you're not allowed to play there, like, you're not allowed to do this. But total silence for at least, what, three weeks after the Slavia Prague game, we finally found out last week uh, what was going to happen to the players and all that. So disgusting, um, in my opinion, uh, if you look at it that way. We've... We, we follow a club that's had that abuse targeted at us um, and we were all waiting on answers. But I just found that I agree with Patrick Bamford. As soon as money was involved, UEFA were out. Um, but I think that just clearly shows again that they don't care about racism. It will always be a token gesture just to, to make their competitions look good and all that. Uh, they don't actually care when issues and matters will happen within their competitions, which I still find 
laughable, to be honest with you. Um, but that's mm-hmm. obviously a different story um, for a different day when we, we go into racism and all that. But um, uh, UEFA, they seem to be trying to take the the high ground and play the victim, but they're hypocritical, along with Sky Sports News, as you say, watching that game yesterday. Everybody wanted to hear for Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher on the, the issues, and they were sort of marketing it, like, oh, don't miss this, like, as if Sky haven't been doing the same thing for, for years and years, sucking money out and giving money to teams for like, ludicrous amounts. Like You see the the gulf in finance up here like, for uh, Rangers games and Celtic games that will be on Sky compared to whatever is on the Premier League. It's, it's massive. We can't compete with that. And they've they've funded that with so much money now that we can't do anything uh, towards English clubs. They're just getting mon- millions and millions. And I feel like it's hypocritical yeah. to Sky to come out and sort of make a stand against us now. Mm. But that's, that's just what I'm saying. Up here is about, is about passion. It's about pride of your, your, your team. Do you know what I mean? Not about the money. And how long have the, the people down in England and that or wherever have said, oh, your, your league's not like as, as glamorous or what have you, is the league down there. It's, it's not about being glamorous or anything like that. It's about football. You know how many... I mean, as they say, like we've seen people, players for their leagues come come up here and, and struggle. You look at Joey Barton, obviously in recent times, struggled, couldn't couldn't handle it. So for for me, it's just one of the and I know they, they're all oh well if all these six teams go all get Rangers and sell it. I don't want any part in your your Premier League whatsoever. I don't want to be in like that. You know, I'm proud of my club for the fact that that we've come back and we've won a 55th title and we've got a manager and Stevie Gerrard to people. Laughing at us at the time for having who, who ruled, who oh, I can't hang me with under hang me. So, how's he going to do it at the, the big time? I'm proud of the journey that is a club that we've went on to uh, get back to where we belong. So, for me, it's it's just one of the things where I don't want anything to do with it. I don't care about how glamorous you are. Football's not about money and all these things, it's about fans. It's about, you know, the, the lesser fixtures are trying to say, no, people don't want to watch Man United and Burnley. Man United are the reason why they're, they're making money, which I obviously. The way I look at that is, is the same with Conor McGregor or anything like that. When any of these big fighters have a fight, you're, you're watching that fight because you're a big fighter. So I can agree with it on that point. But for me, it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's just a crazy time at the moment. I think it's just important that all football fans stick together just to protect their game. I've seen everyone praising James, what was it, James Corden for giving his opinion on an American talk show. Well, here's, why did he not just stick the league of their own? What's the, he done the exact same thing. He, he's, he jumped ship to go and get more money and go and be pals with Beyonce and Justin Bieber and all that. So... I don't really want to hear if him, do you know what I mean? Are you going to shut your old way up eye or something? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You wanted to stay over and have a proper thing. We stay in league of our own, do you know what I mean? Or something, I don't know. But I think it's heavy critical for people like that to come out and be hanging. You've just done the exact same thing these football clubs are trying to do. You've went over, you've jumped over there to get more money and all that. I mean, I'm disgusted with Real and all that. They know that they're, how much they're in debt and they can't afford to bring the best players in and like Mbappé are or in Haaland, that's really what it's about. They see that the English teams are are getting more, obviously, more financially, or, or more secure than them, or what have you. I don't know. It's just, it's disgusted. I'm disgusted with, like, obviously, teams like Atletico and that, like, sold or soul when they moved the stadium for me. Not the same football club that, that claimed to be underdogs. They're not that anymore. They're, they're, they're the Real Madrid and Barcelona. They just jump on. I read that, like, to me, it's disgusting. I, I want to hear Cristiano and Messi talk out. Come on, I've heard Zlatan say something. I agree with what Zlatan said. I think Ander Herrera was one of the first players to come out and, and really say something. You can clearly sense that the players, 
don't agree with it, they don't want it. It's just big businessmen trying to get trying to get a payday in a pandemic to use the pandemic and that that's just disgusting, man. We're all struggling, but for me, football fans just need to stick together, man, and, and make sure this doesn't harm. No, very passionate. Uh, I can hear it in your voice when you're talking there. Oh, a bit. Guy, Jack. Um, just touching on a few things that you said, like the, the Real Madrid and Barcelona stuff, it doesn't surprise me one bit that Florentino Perez is the man trying to sort this all out because Barcelona and Real Madrid are in so much debt. They can't compete with teams in Europe anymore. You see, they're both dumped out, actually. You know, Real Madrid are still in it, actually. But looking very unlikely that they may win uh, the tournament. Um, the way it is, I feel Man City, PSG... Um, one of them will end up winning it if it still goes through. But um, I Real Madrid they've they've got an aging squad now. They've sold Ronaldo. They've not been the same since Barcelona. You look at the state of their team nowadays. It's like uh, compared to the team we grew up watching, it's just um, nothing. That's They're in billions was... and billions of pounds of debt. So to to do this this sort of thing to guarantee them European competition all the time, um, to get them hundreds of money, that doesn't surprise me one bit. To be honest with you, for the two of them. No, but that's what I was about to say there, mate. It's just that even though when we were younger, obviously there was there was, start, there was money in it. But man, I just think about the beautiful fo- football what we got to see. You know, like Guardiola's Barca side, man. Any time you watch that side, you are in love with football. Obviously, the likes of Iron Robin and all, all those great players. Like, obviously, you're younger. You're in love with the game. You're not in love with a club because of the amount of money they've got. I just think it's and the, the audience that they're clearly catering to is. It's not an audience that is it, is it? Let's be, put it like that. But for me, just to say that your young fans and your core fans and all that don't really matter. It's, it's just disgusting, man. I, I love talking to older fans who have been at clubs, you know, followed clubs longer than us and, and hearing the stories of, like, the game days that obviously were massive in club history and things like that. I love hearing their opinions and, and how it was then. But just for me, man, it's just disgusting. Just really, really is. No, yes. Um, and just uh, what you were saying about the Man United, the whole pay-per-view saga as well for this season, um, where you know, but the Premier League were charging fifteen quid a, a game. Like, I look at that. Like, obviously, we've been pretty pretty fortunate to watch Rangers on Sky and whatever else. Like, we've not had to um, really cough out uh, with hundreds of money. I don't mind supporting the club, but I, I paid my season ticket in full this year as well um, t- to be able to go and watch all the games in the telly. Um, so I, I had that privilege obviously um, but any extras that came with that I would happily willingly pay money to watch Rangers against anybody like, I paid for Rangers to watch Cove Rangers but those Man United fans like, their, their, their whole thing is oh, who really wants to watch Man United v Burnley like, Man United fans definitely will like, I'm a Rangers fan obviously we're Rangers fans we don't care about who we, we're playing we just want to watch Rangers so where is the, the Man United fans, the core fans that would pay anything or watch anything to do with Man United? I think Man United's just a complete tourist club uh, for, for top to bottom these days. Uh, that's that's the honest truth for me anyway. Um, you see it. But the top six, aren't they? I, I feel like the top six in general have all sort of top six, man. Trans, transcended that. into that. But that, that uh, video you sent us the other day with that lad, uh, it was on, was it Redmond TV or whatever, that, that talked about it a couple of years back, like spot on. Majority of clubs, the top six, those those clubs are tourist clubs. We, like, also the school that we went to, we got to go to City Games, do you know what I mean? Because it was like a school trip in, you know what I mean? Like City, I'm not saying City can't afford, 
the ground because they can they do have genuine fans there. But like they do also do give tickets away to like schools and all that to fill it up to make it look like it's a thing that you know, that's how we got to go and see Barcelona, go and watch a boring nil nil draw with Real Madrid, you know, the Liverpool games and that. So I don't know, man. I feel like all those clubs are touristy kind of clubs. They're not, you know, proper clubs like maybe your, you could say like your other teams in the Premiership are, are like us, but I don't know. I, I, to just say that oh, nobody wants to watch like a Man United play a Burnley or like us play a Hamilton or anything like that. Like, I don't really care as you're saying. Like, it's about watching my team and when my team are playing and that's the worrying thing is where this thing is, say, after all the uproar that thing is and it still goes ahead fans are probably going to still gravitate towards it because it's their club. So that's the scary thing for me, man. I don't know about mm-hmm. yourself or not. I, I, think, I think that is the hardest thing to take for it because look, we're here. We can't say that if Rangers weren't involved in this, we would just cut ties and never watch them again. It's going to be a really hard <clears throat> sorry, a really hard thing for uh, football fans across the, across the globe to, to be able to go and not support their club or not watch their club in games like this if it does go through. So um, I feel like that is needed to happen, though. I feel like if this goes through, uh, don't watch any of the games, don't pay for merchandise, don't don't support it in any way, um, because we don't want it at the end of the day. Uh, nobody wants to see, for years and years to come, uh, <clears throat> Barcelona v Man City on repeat every single season. We, that's a that's a gift we get with the Europa League, the Europa League and the Champions League. Sometimes we get really good glamour ties of that, and it's good to watch. We don't want it every year. No, but that's what I'm on. But look at the <clears throat> uh, the Paris and Bayern Munich uh, two legs there, and the thing that was that was football. It's highest level. That was sensational football. But as I say, it is hard for as you're saying, my fans to not support the clubs like that. It's hard for them not to, especially when it's you think about the lockdown, mate. I think about it. You know, if it wasn't for football, God knows. You know what I mean? It, football got. I, I would say a lot of football fans through this just getting to watch their team and and still having that privilege, but. For me, it's just it's a difficult time for fans not to say to them or don't hang me because it's, it means so much to so many people. But I don't. I just, as I'm saying, it's just these big businessmen who just want to make these deals and they don't care about. Imagine not to, not to say to your manager, your players, listen, we're thinking about doing this kind of thing, and just to go behind their back and just do it anyway. That's to me. That is just disgusting. These people, as I say, it's not Liverpool. It's not Manchester United. It's it's these sleazy bit business American businessmen who who think that they they run that club. They don't run it. They're just taking care of it. They're just making sure that the fans fans can get to get to go. You know, they're paying all the whatever. But I don't know, man. I'm just really disheartened by it all. Aye, and that's what it is. All these owners, they just want to get the most money as they can. Like an Arsenal season ticket's upwards of a thousand pounds or something like that like, to go to there for a season. Like crazy money. Stan Kroenke's charging his fans um, to be able to go and support. It was nice to see Rangers froze their season ticket prices for this season. Um, I thought that was a really good gesture, actually. Um, because, they, to be honest, Rangers could have charged as much money as they wanted. We, everybody would want to go after the season we've had. But the fact that they kept it the way it is, uh, that shows <coughs> what my club is like. Um, I'm really happy with that. Um, but I think, as you say, we're all, we're all disheartened by it. We're all wanting the truth we're all thinking it's killing the game uh this whole super league stuff like just give me three o'clock it's saturday going on the bus with everybody uh at the pub whatever like sticking on a bet 
uh, on you go home, get a chippy on the way home. That is football for me, like going to the game on a Saturday. Like, uh, although it won't affect us up here um, directly, like looking at that for a lot of other fans, like, obviously in the UK, it's going to impact everyone they're doing. And I feel like maybe the pandemic at the start of it um, was maybe like your football team's been took away for you. How do you deal with that? And a lot of people uh, were really hurt by that. Me and Cody, that it was weird not going to Rangers games all the time, not having any any watching football. And then when it came back, it was just relief. I watch any game at that point. Like I had anything on the telly when it came to restarting the Premier League, the Champions League, and whatever. But uh, I feel like that was maybe the start of it. Like, uh, what do you do? How can you cope without your team? And then maybe if the Super League happens, how do you cope uh, once again? Exactly, mate. And there's a, I'll say this, there's a reason why Rangers fans sing that the times have been hard, because the times have been hard. We've had to watch our teams play, you know, lesser lesser teams, and we've been that, obviously, as I say, that, that traction, that kind of big sort of fighter like Mike Tyson or something like that. But I take that any day. I take watching Rangers play any of those lower teams and, and getting a good good day out, a good laugh with your friends and even with the opposition with the other team, you know what I mean? Like, you still get a, a good week giggle and a good view after them. They know that they're, they're the beauty of football is, is to keep saying is MD can beat MD on their given day and that, that is the beauty in it. You know, how many times did we, we when we were down, you know what I mean, get beat or get, concede goals to teams that and previously we would think, nah, we shouldn't, why are we conceding to them, you know? I don't know, I just feel like, man, it's, it is crazy. It's just crazy times. And it, to think that this has clearly been in the plans for, for years and nobody's stopped it. I just, as I keep saying, it's just greedy businessmen. That's no, all it is. That is all it is. <clears throat> Greed. Greed at the highest level. Um, and I, I personally feel that who would get through what Rangers have been through in the last 10 years to for, for the English leagues and stuff like that? Like, <clears throat> if they're having uh, the amount of uproar that they are, like, how would anybody... Um, be able to suffer what we suffered throughout the, the years and then obviously yeah. this year it's been tremendous there's a there's a reason why last night Leeds United were they earned at tops because Leeds earned their place in the Premiership for Championship League One all the way back up there's a, there's a reason why they were they tops is because they've earned their place in the Premiership for these I don't know man it's just, it's just these clubs man I can't I really just can't believe it these clubs would actually be so selfish and and greedy, as I'm saying, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I suppose it's it's all about Sir Johnston, mate. That's what it's all about, mate. To be honest, is, we'll, we'll we'll wrap up the, the, this whole <laughs> section because I feel like we could go on and off talk about this all day. Um, but oh. where where you personally said the, the the any team can be any team in a given day? We've seen it this season when we never thought we'd get beat off St. Man. It happened. Like so, things can happen. That's exactly. it's, it's wild in football. So, um, I will keep. We'll keep an eye on this as as much as um, we can. I've been watching Sky Sports as much as I kind of know who you have as well to to get the most news about it to see what's developing. Hi. <laughs> so um, uh, hopefully. Listen, I've, I've been watching all all my YouTubers. You know, every single one of them. Your who is he's all of them. Been watching them all because I prefer to listen to those guys in some dafty and Sky Sports with a fake tan looking doing the lens and reading the script. Um, they're more likely to give you passion and all that compared to the Sky Sports boys but as you're saying talk about St Johnston now no, I, I will go on to St Johnston then <clears throat> um, weird having a midweek game 
uh, in the week again. It's been it's been a while. Uh, Slavia Prague, I think, was the last time we actually played midweek. So um, it's good to obviously um, get back on that uh, two games a week again. Um, going into this one, I feel it's pretty much like every other league game now. Just don't lose. Um, we we go into it again. Great form uh, after the restart and stuff. After winning the league. Great win at the weekend. We should be full of confidence going up there. Uh, we beat them what three 0 the last time. <clears throat> we were at Perth. Um, Haji, Roof, and Glen Kamara scored actually in the night. Um, so I feel it's time. Uh, I feel like this is a game to give uh, a few players that haven't been getting much game time uh, a chance. Scott Wright, I feel it like is a stick on to start. I feel that like Roof might lead the line. Um, and you might see Cedric Eaton as well. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I want to see him uh, a bit more again towards the end of the season. Uh, but how do you feel going into this one? Do you feel rotation uh, coming into it? I definitely do feel rotation, as you're saying, as you're saying there. Obviously, beat them 3 0 last time. But as I say, football, MD can beat MD on a given day, and that's the beauty in it. For me, I'd like to see Scott play. I do feel that uh, Kima probably should play this game um, for me. As you're saying, probably rotate the squad. Feel it likes a Patterson. We'll definitely keep their place. Maybe bring my uh, my lad, well, my boy Calvin Bassey back in here. Yeah, he's earned that name. He's earned that, that title back, Jack. He's, he's now my boy again. Um, so I'd maybe like to see Calvin Bassey maybe get a, a chance in this game. Um, I thought Barisic wasn't his best in that old front, to be honest with you. I don't know what it is with him, but um, just for me, I probably think he was at his best that game. Centre-back pairing, I, I don't know. I'd probably just keep the same two, McGregor and the goals. Um, but I would only make one or three or four changes, really. Um, maybe keep the same midfield. And that, I think that Stephen Davis could... That's what I'm on about. Just what a brilliant midfielder that he can play so many games this season at his age. It's just sensational. And I hope I hope Arfield can start getting himself back into it, as we're saying. That injury did, the way Sort of change him. It's sort of like getting hit with a car, you know what I mean? Your dog's never the same after it gets hit with a Well, it shouldn't... Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, you know what I'm talking about. Aye. I I feel like you're pretty bang on with um, your prediction. I, I hope uh, we find out the verdict of the whole Rangers five COVID incident. That is still, believe it or not, uh, happening. Mm. Uh, the the appeal uh, will be happening this week at some point. So it might come when you're listening to this podcast before the the actual game that they are banned or whatever. But for now, uh, day of recording, uh, I feel like Bassey Patterson could very well be involved. Uh, Guy Barisic arrest. Uh, I feel Goltz mm. and Holander will stay pretty much uh, in there. I, feel, I think Balogun's still injured, actually. Midfield three, I feel, uh, possibly stays the same as well. We've not got much in terms of midfielders at the moment. Uh, we Ryan Jack, obviously, out. Um, but I highlighting Stephen Davis, he's just unbelievable this season. Again, I think I expect him to start. He plays at a high level every single time he's on the pitch. 36-year-old, scoring overhead kicks last uh, game, so Happy he, he'll be in there, but I feel that the front three will be the majority of the changes. I feel rough. Uh, I'd like to see Sedgicating. I don't know if he'll start the game, though. Um, and I'd like to see Scott Wright in there. So um, I feel that for the league game, again, it's, it's important to give people game time. It's important to, obviously, uh, not lose. We want to go in this unbeaten season, so um, we're so close to doing it. Uh, let's go and do it now. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game to hopefully see a few uh, different faces on the pitch. So... Um, I I feel that's that's the league game wrapped up. We've no get much in terms of a play for apart from the unbeaten record at the moment in the league. Um, it's just about as I say, getting players minutes, winning the game, and um, moving on. Eh, which will be the cup game against St Johnson again. So, 
Uh, a week on for beating uh, Celtic will be playing St. Johnson in the Cup. Um, the priority now has to be this season is going and winning this Cup uh, quarterfinal, obviously, uh, against St. Johnson. St. Johnson were one each in trophies this year so far. Uh, St. Johnson obviously picking up the League Cup as well. So one each in terms of trophies. Um, how do you see, yeah. I feel it'll be a different game entirely to the League one. Uh, how do you feel the, the cup mm. game going? Because St. Johnson will be up for it, definitely. But I don't think they'll be up for it. I would say there's, for me, there's more chance of them winning, um, obviously, their, their home tie compared to us. Because just the Ibrox this season, as we've said, we've just been phenomenal. Um, and I kind of see MD really beating his Ibrox. Uh, I've got, I think, when is the, see, after the quarters, when is the semis? Like, when is the semi-finals? Uh, I believe currently the way it's been worked is that every weekend now till the end of the season. So obviously we played weekend. we played the the round of sixteen and then we went to the quarterfinals the week after. I feel like the next week again is going to be the semi final and then the final the week after. So um, aye, it's a, a really condensed uh, cup uh, campaign this year for us. So I hate to hang with Officer Johnston, but who can who, who see if we win the game? Who do, who can we draw? Who's the potential? Uh, Has well, the draw been done or no? The draw will be done. I think either a day prior or on the day of the St Johnson game. But Aberdeen are still in there. St Martin, Kilmarnock, Hamilton. No Hamilton. They're never in the cup. Uh, Hibernian and Motherwell. Uh, all of them are still. Sorry. Sorry, I started shaking when you talked about Aberdeen there, you know, because that, 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 that new manager who's got such great ideas and obviously <laughs> for his time at the MLS. Wally, I was reading about him the other day, man. Just sounds like an, an utter Wally him. Mm-hmm. See, I can't wait to play him at the end of, end of the season. That's a team I look forward to. Honestly, I reckon we'll... I hate to give score predictions and that, but uh, I reckon we'll get a good couple into them. I tell you that right now, I feel I feel that. I'll, I'll get that one. But uh, back to, to so. Johnston, mate. Yeah. No, I just feel like these games are going to be competitive games. As you said, Scott, uh, two, two or three of their, their players could be called up for should be called up for Scotland. It was a, a, a is it right? The defenders in it was it Rooney and uh, Rooney and boy's name? I Rooney name. and Jason Kerr. I feel that are maybe in contention for for uh, Scotland call ups uh, definitely. And they've just and they've, they've just won a cup as well, so they're definitely going to be a, a difficult game. And I, I honestly, I look forward to playing the. Kind of games because I'd rather play St Johnston on the Wednesday and obviously in the cup on Sunday again than I just play Real Madrid on the Wednesday and then on the Saturday maybe go to Chicago, Illinois and have CM Punk announce that we're playing uh, Barcelona or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, hundred percent. I agree with you there. Uh, I uh, St Johnston. I'm looking, I'm looking really forward to this cup game again. Um, full strength it has to be for the team. Uh, I think it will be the same team that started against Celtic mm. going into this one, um, and I'm I'm just excited. I'm excited to hopefully go and make a stamp on a cup competition that we've been really poor in since Gerrard took over. Uh, let's not uh, beat around the bush with that. We've we've um, fallen short uh, in every cup we've we've went into. So I hope this is the start. Really now we dominating these cups. Um, and getting through, we've obviously got enough to go and beat St. Johnson, but they will be a really tough opponent. They're very stubborn and they can hurt you at times uh, when you give them chances, obviously, uh, winning that cup. They know how to win cup competitions, so uh, it's going to be a good game. Um, uh, and do you feel majorly the same with the team going full strength? Yeah, I do. I would, there's only, sort of for me, I 
hate to hang me, but for me, I've I've not really been hanged with Glenn the last couple of games. So I think Kamara's been a bit a bit off it. But I understand if you know if maybe outside's affecting. But I hope it. I just I feel like he's not been at his best. You know the usual you see for Glenn, but obviously he'll pick that back up. Um, but I just. I obviously just expect a decent performance. Um, I know you're more bothered about going on beating in the league than I'm. I'm more concerned about the, the game at the weekend. Um, but as I say, just got to get that W, got to get that win. That's the main thing, mate. No, nah, and I hope um, when we're talking next week, we're hopefully previewing a semi-final. So here's hoping um, because we really need to um, start and this is a perfect opportunity now to go and win this cup. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I feel like that's that's the episode wrapped up. Uh, we've talked about uh, pretty much everyone, Rangers-wise uh, and Super League-wise, but I'm going to come to you as always. Is there anything else you would like to touch on? Uh, there is, just when you were, you brought up the bands there, the five bands thing there for the game. For, for myself, here I've got a question for you, uh, just regarding Zungu. Obviously, it's a loan, but see you next season. Would you take him if there's a, if there's a chance you can get better than Jungu, which I believe there is a chance Rangers could get better players than Jungu? Would, would you would you take him? I'm just curious. Um, personally, for what I've seen, has he done him, enough for you, mate? I uh, personally, for what I've seen from him, um, and the limited opportunities that he's gave, I've not seen much in way we should go and pay pay for him to be in the team, but. On the, the flip side, I don't fit, I think we've seen near enough uh, for him at all. We've seen him feature for about five minutes at the end of a game. Sometimes he started a few that we aren't haven't been at our best uh, performance-wise as a team, not just him uh, personally. So I feel that it's one that I'll always try and sort of bring out because I wanted to see the best day. Bongani Zungu, when they signed him, I was excited. He came, came for the French League, South African International. I feel like he could have offered us a lot, but just with the way it's went, with the whole COVID situation as well, um, we no playing games when he has featured, we've played poor. I feel like um, I just wish it worked out better for the guy, to be honest with you. I don't have any hard feelings towards him at all, but I, I can't see us really go out and uh, pay any amount of money for him I'm happy he's here in the season we've won the league he's contributed in his own way to doing that and every single player no matter how many minutes they played they've, mm-hmm. will write their place in history for us so um, aye it's just he's one of them I don't really see materialising I think he'll go and do his own thing I don't think he'll be at Rangers next season No it's just for me it's, it's kind of it's kind of the same as uh, the boy Jared brought in it was his first season when it was his name he came for the French League and all. Oh, Koulibaly, aye. What was his name again? I forgot. Well, I bought for me, it's that kind of same signing. As you say, it's maybe a bit unfair to hang him because we haven't seen enough of him. I don't, I don't agree when people try and blame like, when we've had a bad game, when he's played on him, because that's not fair. Everyone's not had a good game, not just him. Um, I do feel like he, he is a decent player, but just for me, I just feel like he's... I feel like we could get better, to be honest with you, and, and I'm still a, a bit... I just feel like he's up here for a party, to be honest with you. Do you know what I mean? I'd be the same, but see if I'm not playing, I'm away having a party. I'm telling you, listen, I play for Rangers, by the way, just end up. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, but I just think he's he's a decent player, but I think we can get better. No, nah, and I, I feel that is the way it is. Um, we can get better, obviously. Uh, we're getting better every season now. We're winning leagues and stuff like that, so... I feel that like we'll get better in Zungu. Um, but I just, I, I personally feel, even if he is available, maybe stick him in for a game or two as we're pretty bare in midfield options at the moment. He's the, the reserve midfielder, so maybe we'll uh, chuck him in. I don't know. Uh, but 
I just like to see maybe a bit more of him. Because like, ever since that whole situation happened, mm. I never really it happened. A couple of minutes here and there for him. But uh, I guess that's his own problem at the end of the day for what he did. But um, I quite enjoyed that question, actually. I've got strong feelings towards that situation. Ah, well, so I'd ask it. No, Glenn Middleton, um, he's he's a cup tied or whatever, he can't play due to still being uh, contracted to Rangers, so he'll be missing uh, for, for that Is side. He scored to get them into the top six. He scored to get them into the top six through who can't remember who they played, but um he I he scored that goal that got them there. So um he's played his part, but I don't feel like he's played really enough um in a St. Johnson side. Aye. Um no, that's, I was just asking that, mate. Aye, but aye, I like that we got the questions there today. Round off the episode, it's been a, a pretty uh, emotional episode, if you say so, with the, with the middle portion of the Super League and stuff like that. But we've put our thoughts, opinions out there. Um, let us know what you think. Tweet us um, uh, your opinions on it. I've made my feelings pretty strong on the, the Twitter page uh, with it. So uh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh. I just thought you know, Jack. They've announced the song for it. Uh, I just they've announced the song for the Super League. They're going to be using Shane McMahon's "Yeah, uh, Your Money." <laughs> uh, just thought. That's it. I am guessing uh, you've seen that one as well. I uh, some of the memes that have came through like this whole situation's been class. That's that's the uh, thing you you need to take away from the internet. Still makes you laugh at times. Uh, the best ones have been uh, what's it like? Hang with the Super League with like, WWE storylines, and it's like Haaland to Rashford with Heath Slater and Brock Lesnar. I don't care about your case. <laughs> uh, oh, it's uh, good yeah. ones on it, man. I think my favourite one was uh, the pre- presentation of the Manchester Derby and it's Harry Maguire drawn the Disney Channel thing. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, just some of the some of the things you uh, see online are, are funny. Uh, wait, so that's the one thing keeping my spirits up uh, with football at the moment is that and Rangers, of course. So um, that's that's the episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, uh, make sure to like the video on YouTube, subscribe to our channel um, and follow the socials on the screen. If you're listening on Spotify, uh, as well um, share it about uh, wherever else uh, you can for us that would be much appreciated so we'll be back uh, tomorrow night um, on the YouTube channel uh, with a review of the St Johnson game in the league so stay tuned to your channel for that until then cheers <laughs>